Good is not a thing you are. It's a thing you do. Hello and welcome to episode 73 of Under the Cull of MS. A little saying from Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan, which we are talking about today, Marvel Rising, Squirrel Girl and Miss Marvel. It, uh, or Miss Marvel and Squirrel Girl, depending on which covers and which issues you're grabbing. You also have Marvel Rising Omega, number one, which is the fourth one. There's, it's a four-issue run. For some reason, I don't have issue number one, but I have two copies of issue number three. (laughs) But, uh, this is a fun run with the a variety of younger gals and guys from the Marvel gang. Uh, basically, Marvel Rising, when Ember Quaid traps Miss Marvel, Squirrel Girl, and their friends in a video game reality, they have to fight their way through the terrifying villain hordes of Ember's imagination. But when they reach the final level, even Ember will be surprised at what they find. Yeah, the gang sits there and is trying to find, help out this Ember chick. And she uh, has some type of abilities to generate characters and stuff from her thoughts and other environments and things. That are basically video game style pixelated type creatures. Uh, <clears throat> so when Miss Marvel, Squirrel Girl, uh, Chavez American, <laughs> American Chavez, and some of these other characters get together to fight off these video game creatures that are coming out like uh giant bird creatures dragons stuff like that uh lizard creatures and they're fighting them off and then they destroy them they basically depixelate uh it's fun seeing these kids group up together get getting used to each other and got And Koi Boy, Chipmunk, Man, and all that are in here also. Uh, yeah, Dream Green, who is a second-year computer science student and secretly the criminal redeeming hero of the unbeatable Squirrel Girl. Recently, Dream volunteered to teach a high school coding camp, but things have gone horribly wrong. Video game-like creatures keep attacking the campus. Lucky for Doreen, one of her students isn't quite what she seems. Who is Kamala Khan? Is the Jersey City hero an inhuman polymorph? Miss Marvel and a huge nerd, which is providing, proving useful with these attacks. But Kamala's starting to wonder how Squirrel Girl always manages to beat her to the scene and why her teacher Dreen carries a suspiciously squirrel girl like headband in her bag and then unbeknownst 
to either of the heroes, the pixel culprit is yet another student in Dreen's class, gaming addict and brand new inhuman Ember Quaid. As an amazing power, she can bring her game-inspired creations to life. Not that anyone cares. The only person who seems to notice Ember at all is an online friend she's never met, IRL. But it's about to change. If the world doesn't want to pay attention to Ember Quaid, they'll find it impossible to ignore Emulate Her, the newest and coolest supervillain on the block. But yeah, Ember's basically taken advantage of by another character, and he designs, has her design a machine that she's going to use to get into the virtual world and basically wipe out other characters. He's after, like, the X-Men and humans and all that. Wants to take him out and use her to do it. And allow her to build the whole world that he's going to destroy everything in while he sits there and sits back and makes just uses her abilities to take advantage of anything he can. That was a fun, interesting run. Another Squirrel Girl items. That's the reason I bought it. She was on the cover. I'm kind of new to Kamala Khan, getting used to the whole Miss Marvel thing. But I like this little group gang up, but uh, still not. Don't know too much about some of the other characters yet, like American Chavez or and stuff. She seems pretty angry all the time. I don't know why. It's, <laughs> But for being such a representable character, you'd think she'd be happier. But, uh, fun run. Check it out. More Squirrel Girl stuff. So, And then getting into some MS stuff since I got cut off on the Sunday comics and it didn't get into anything that I wanted to for that. Missed out on some of the final comics in the end, but they weren't that great this week anyways, as usual. <laughs> as like right now with this whole COVID-19 thing, we're still all dealing with the cloth mask stuff. and Basically, the Centers for Disease Control are now suggesting everyone who must be in public wear a mask while also maintaining their distance of six feet or more another person and I know they keep changing the distances or anywhere from four to twelve feet or whatever and keep changing things up on us or businesses constantly gotta spend a bunch of money restructuring their stores and businesses to make them more covid environment friendly to not have people getting having to be so close so they gotta allow a lot less people in their businesses and try and maintain everything without any issues. And now they're sitting there closing down more businesses again. 
go from 50% capacity to 25% capacity to 75% capacity. Keep bouncing around and these board bars and restaurants and stuff can only do so much to keep going. Scientists are learning more about COVID-19 each day, including how long the virus lives on specific surface types, how long it stays in the air, and how it is transmitted. Recently, it was discovered that the virus could potentially spread through the tiny droplets of saliva that leave out our mouths when we talk. More importantly, it was learned a large number of people who have COVID-19 are asymptomatic for days. During that time, or when they do not feel ill, they are actively spreading the virus through something as simple as speaking to someone. If the asymptomatic person wears a non-medical grade mask, such as a cloth mask, while shopping, it will decrease, but not eliminate the spread of the virus. If another person in the grocery store who is healthy is wearing a cloth mask, they decrease the risk of catching the virus, thus taking all the pieces of information into consideration. The recommendation that the public now wear a cloth mask was made, and it's been a long time. It's, I think it's nine months since the initial disease took into effect, and it seems a lot longer. With people like us with multiple sclerosis and take a medication that suppresses our immune system, do we have to worry? And do we qualify for a medical grade mask? And it does not, unless we are one of the medical staff that is on the front line aiding patients who are suffering from COVID-19, what should we do? We need to stay home, every single one of us, regardless of whether we have an autoimmune disease or not. Stay put, no visiting of family members that live outside our households. Our teenagers should not be visiting with friends. We should be washing our hands constantly and face, uh, which we're all tired of hearing by now. But it supposedly works and is simple and effective. And we can all use a cleaning. There's a lot of nasty people out there. <laughs> like this kind of helped clean up the environment a little bit. But yet I think it's also causing us to kill a lot of good bacteria. I don't think we're doing this the right way. I still disagree with all the methods that are going on. It's like when you're going into a hospital environment where there's a lot of sick, sick people. And they're making you, every time you walk into another doorway, use sanitation uh, on our hands and stuff. Killing off our bacteria we need, too. So I think that's going to affect us down the line. But the first thing is getting rid of this damn disease to start with or get the vaccine out there which they're pushing, they got it finally up and running and they're starting to push it out, but still got to, we never went through the five-year trial or anything, so we don't know what's going to happen over the next two years, two, three years with the vaccine and the bodies and how it's going to affect your children and stuff like that. 
what's going to happen with pregnancies and anything. You never know. We'll see what pops up from it all. But we need to refrain from touching our eyes, nose, and mouth and face in general, which is hard because I'm constantly touching my face. It's just a twitch I have. I got it. I don't know. When I talk and stuff, I'm constantly touching my face or hair or something. But uh, I must go out and get groceries, go to the pharmacy or anything considered an essential non-medical employee along with staying six feet or more away from every person you see and washing your hands all day, wear a cloth mask. Those are all our basics. And the whole essential, non-essential thing, I'm sick and tired of hearing just because you're in a hospital environment. That doesn't make you fully essential. Yes, you're needed. But there's other people that are needed too that are out there working four or five, six, seven days a week in environments where people are constantly coming in. And whether you're in a, at least when you're in a hospital, you got stuff to help you out with things if there's some type of outbreak internally. Whereas people in grocery stores, pharmacies, restaurants, bars anywhere it's just they have to keep things going too people gotta eat they gotta drink they gotta get their medications they gotta take care of their normal daily life things and they have children they gotta deal with with schooling and all that it's like couldn't stock up and prepare ahead of time for this so we gotta deal with stuff now during it and that should make everybody essential, not just certain people. Uh, the U.S. Surgeon General posted a video with instructions on how to make a cloth mask with items found around your home. You can see that at msfocus.us backslash sgmasks. Uh, that's the cheapest way to make a mask. And the video is also the very easy. There's a second video, the Turbine Project, which you can find at msfocus.us backslash TTP masks. The Turbine Project is a ministry of women who sew a variety of items such as face masks, knitted caps for children and adults who are receiving chemotherapy or other medical treatments. You can also search on Facebook, Etsy to get masks. On Threadless has tons of neat Mask with done by tons of artists that you can support and stuff that are hurting these times because they can't put out all the stuff they used to anymore because uh, everything's all limited as far as people going out and spending money nowadays and shopping it for oddball things they enjoy. They gotta save their money for more essential items. Uh, Per the U.S. Surgeon General, wash your hands prior to putting on the cloth mask. Do not touch your face once you get the cloth mask on. Assume your hands are always dirty and do not touch your face. Remember, wearing a cloth mask is not a substitute for social distancing. And when you take it off, make sure you wash your hands and face for at least 20 seconds or so. Soap and water, that's supposed to help wake that stuff out. 
look at some other things that we can do to help with issues that we have. Yeah, cannabinoid oral sprays may help with spasticity. The Ebex, a mouse spray that goes in one's cheeks and contains tetrahydrocannabinol and cannabinol, but has been approved in several European countries as an add-on therapy for patients with moderate to severe spasticity. They promised that by the end of this year, We'd have it countrywide for the United States, some type of cannabinoid uh, oil or spray, and that was supposed to be out to us before the end of the year, and according to my doctors, it is supposed to be coming, but they haven't heard an exact release date or anything, so hopefully we'll hear more about that. because we got our medications that have all these weird side effects and stuff. And there were no major safety concerns identified in the majority of those treated with the THC CBD spray. And they had clinically relevant improvements in their spasticity, which is nice. And it helps with other things that we got to deal with uh, bladder and body pain issues and all that stuff. But, uh, Many in the MS community suffer from spasticity from their MS. Spasticity may result in painful muscle spasms, difficulty with activities of daily living, and contractures. Our first line of defense against spasticity remains a great stretching program. When stretching alone is not enough, we have traditionally turned to medications like baclofen, baclofen and Tizanidine, which I've never tried the Tizanidine, but Baclofen did not do anything for me except for it's kept increasing the dosage. Uh, these medications do provide relief for many, but can also be quite sedating. In addition, Baclofen is sometimes associated with work worsening of weakness, which now that I see that, that makes sense. It's Basically, what's happened with me with it is contradicting what I was looking for. Adding the Sativix proved to be more effective than increasing the dose of baclofen or tizanidine. Many states now have some legislation regarding medical cannabis. These laws vary greatly, and all are technically in violation of federal law. Many people with MS still face barriers in obtaining cannabinoid products. To manage spasticity or central neuropathic pain, therapies such as Sativix could offer an FDA-approved treatment option that should be covered by insurance to those in need. And as we learn with many advocates and stuff, they've gone through it, but it's harder to get it when different states are regulated in different ways. So you got to watch what you do. Still a felony in many areas. So be careful and don't get yourself in trouble. Uh, we all got our key or qui, which is Chinese philosophy calls this vital energy key and describes it as the body's innate intelligence. 
the intangible yet measurable way we maintain what's known as homeostasis or the body's ability to regulate its internal environment to create good health. Basically, the deficiency is people that do not have enough tea will likely be fatigued and might feel as though some of their body's systems aren't working properly. Uh, you can regulate your tea by getting sufficient restful sleep. Just being tired is a hallmark sign of tea deficiency. Getting sufficient restless sleep means seven to nine hours per night is one of the most important things you can do to balance your key because that's your repair stage as long as you're getting a good solid sleep your body's repairing itself during that period work on your breathing uh, through purposeful breathing which is like take a slow deep breath in through your nose as you breathe in Think of your belly expanding. Let that breath enter your stomach, making your stomach full. Relax your abdominal abdominal muscles. If you rest your hand on your stomach, you should feel it expand and contract. That helps with it, knowing that you're doing it correctly. And exhale, exhale through your mouth. You can try Tai Chi or Gigan. Gong, which you can get lots of free if you have like Amazon Prime. You can get lots of free workouts, Tai Chi and Gai Gong workouts on there. I do a few. Well, I haven't done them in a while. <laughs> I'll admit. I'm just trying to get back to it. But uh, yeah, there's lots of good ones on there that I enjoy doing. Some simple, easy ones where you just do about 10 moves while you're standing. Some you can do sitting. You can do. They even have ones where you can do stuff while you're lying in bed. If you're that dismobile, you can't immobilized and stuff. You can't get around. Though, like a wheelchair or something, there's lots of chair and uh, bed workouts you can do. But those are nice. And they can help with breathing, knee and back pain, balance, relaxation, mental health, and more. You can give acupuncture a goal. Uh, it's, yeah, physical pain as a result of stuck or deficient key, such as migraine, headaches, low back pain, or osteoarthritis. Acupuncture can be worthwhile trying. Uh, they also have acupressure and then the cupping and stuff like that. You can also try balance your diet. A healthy, nutritive diet is a crucial component to having a balanced key. And avoid cold foods, raw foods, fried foods, dairy products, junk food. And Cook your own foods and stuff so you know what you're dealing with. And just take care of your mental health. Your mind-body connection is a crucial component of key. But if you're not feeling your best, whether mentally or physically, an imbalance in your key may be it. 
work. So take care. Eat well, sleep well, breathe well to boost your vital energy and keep your chi flowing effectively. It's a good thing to do. Uh, then we got our relapse management that we have to do to help us get along so we can stay off those, keep back those relapses as long as possible. So recovery from an MS relapse may be the same with or without steroid treatment. Steroids may lead to a faster recovery, however. I dose methylprednisone. Prednisolone is the first line of treatment of choice. Uh, since oral and IV routes of administration appear equally effective, one could use IV methylprednisone 1,000 milligrams per day for three to five days with or without an oral steroid taper. Heater's kicking in loud, so hopefully it won't affect the, the podcast too much. Uh, and then uh, alternatively, one could take oral methylprednisone 600 to 1250 milligrams per day for three to five days with or without a steroid taper. And if steroids are contraindicated or ineffective, options include ACTH or IVIG or plasma exchange or other options we have. But I'm still leery about steroid stuff. I enjoy it when I get my infusion. I get that little chunk of steroids. <clears throat> but you never... I hear lots of things where steroid, long use of steroids can end up having a lot of harm on our bodies too. That's why I haven't used it, took an advantage of it or not. I've been holding off. Those are things to watch out for and stuff. But if we do have a relapse and go to the hospital, more than likely they're going to do some type of IV steroids for us. All right, let's finish this off with a little kickback in the time capsule again we're going to go back to 1972 and the median yearly income for all families was $11,116 which I call BS <laughs> I think it was more like 5000 minimum wage per hour was $1.60 the median cost of a new home was $27,600 a postage stamp was $0.08 cents. A gallon of gas was $0.36. Cents. An ounce of gold was $58.42. Bacon was a whole pound pound for $1.97. A loaf of bread was $0.33. Cents. A pound of butter was $0.75. Cents. A dozen eggs for $0.39. Cents. And a movie ticket was $1.65. There's a lot of big gaps in there and some that still is standing. Number one thing, gold pretty much holds itself pretty heavy for a decent amount. So that's still the best thing to always invest in, in my opinion. And in pop culture back in 1972, Atari heralds a new age of video games with the release of the arcade version of Pong. First video game to achieve commercial success. And not long after, we got the most awesome game in the world, E.T., the actor. 
some people get that. Many won't. But. Women are admitted for the first time to Dartmouth College. See, once they started educating them, the whole world went to hell. <laughs> Just kidding, women. Don't be yelling at me. Back off. The Volkswagen Beetle breaks the record previously held by the Ford Model T and becomes the world's best-selling car, which Gabriel Iglesias, he's a huge Volkswagen collector and his bands and stuff was definitely something I wish I, I still want our work truck. We had a nice little service van, and I could have swore it was a VW van, but it might have been some other brand, but. I always wanted to keep that and fix it up, but Dad sold it at the auction. HBO, the first subscription cable service launched in 1972. Up until then, boys and girls, we basically had about six TV channels that we had to live with. <laughs> and we couldn't watch them at certain times. We had to watch them when stuff was playing. And your prime time and stuff from 7 to 10. And, but, yeah. You guys got it made today, so quit bitching about all the little things that hardships you have. You got it pretty good. That is our podcast today. I'm sorry I didn't get one out yesterday, but we had the yearly Christmas card party, and I forgot to bring my laptop down in the basement when me and the cat got locked up in the basement. So I uh, didn't get it out, and I said I'd throw it out today, and I'm hopefully get another one out tomorrow. So. You have a great week. Be good to everybody. Throw your mask on. Quit your bitching. Let's get this over with. We could be done with this already if everybody just followed the rules for a couple months back in the beginning. But everybody had to fight it and argue against it. And now we're still sitting in the same situation almost a year later. So take care. I'll talk to you soon.